welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is... One kiss means forever! This is the podcast where we simultaneously hold all that is merry and bright about Christmas and make fun of all the things that might be a big lump of non-magical coal. Um, We are here talking about our final Christmas episode of the year. Isn't that right, Anna? Yeah. Yeah. This is the last episode we're doing for Christmas 2023. That's crazy. Crazy. (laughs) I feel like we've been doing this forever and yet it has flown by. Yeah. Agreed. I like... I think, you know, what part of, I mean, besides the fact that there are, you know, exponentially more Christmas made-for-TV movies than any other, like, season, I guess we'll call it, but also the fact that they're, like, I feel like we, like, didn't get to ones that we were going to talk about, and we're already at the end. (laughs) I know. We'll just have to save them for next time. Or July. Or, right. Well, or something. That, that counts as next time, right? I mean, one of the one of the reasons was we got, you know, our last episode, that really awesome invitation to discuss with the creator. But, you know, know. that was unique to us. Yeah. You know, because um, the episode is going to come out after the airing of Round and Round on Hallmark, I just want to point out something we said in that episode when we were talking with Katie about how the, her line of like Mr. or Mrs. Knobloch got cut, they uh-huh. actually did that in round and round. And I was like, oh, it's there. Yay. <laughs> All of that. Also, that was a One Tree Hill OTH or a Law and Order OTH movie. Oh, it was? Yeah, because he was one of Peyton's boyfriends for a while. You know, Billy even freaking came in and he goes, that's uh, Greenberg, Greenberg, uh, Bruce, Brian, Brian Greenberg. He was on One Tree Hill. <laughs> All right, should we talk about this? <laughs> so today we are talking about a movie that, you know, I feel like we I need to uh, not apologize because I don't think we're going to rip it to shreds or anything like that. I think we're going to have our feelings about it. Um, but this is quite beloved. I don't think it's um, it was always you beloved, but it, mm. like this is this tops a lot of people's favorite Hallmark Christmas movie charts. Really? Yeah, it's surprising, isn't it? Yeah. Because uh, you, I'm sure you and I feel similarly, um, even though we haven't talked about it yet. But do you this think is it's from, because of the people in it? I don't know because I don't think they're, you know, ubiquitous enough. I guess so to make that the case. But I don't know. Um, but so this is December 9th, twenty seventeen was the original airing, um, and it is the Christmas Cottage. Um, and I wrote myself a note. About this synopsis, which is, this is copy-pasted from Hallmark's website. So the fact that it is wrong is on them. (laughs) But this is what they say. Again, it is wrong. (laughs) Still only in her mid-twenties, Lacey Quinn has already given up on love. Her heart's been broken too many times. 
I don't think that's true. And now she concentrates on her career as an interior designer in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm 100% sure it's uh, San Francisco. (laughs) When BFF Ava Callahan asked Lacey to be her maid of honor, she must take on a few responsibilities, including making sure the Callahan family cottage is perfect for the honeymoon. I don't think they're staying there for the honeymoon. It's just the wedding night. Right. Legend has it that if newlyweds spend their first night there, I don't think that is the legend, everlasting love and happiness follow. Lacey isn't sure she buys into that notion. Still, she finds herself snowed in there with Charlie, not his name, (laughs) Ava's brother. Lacey has to reconsider if the little house may hold some romantic magic after all, especially at Christmas. I don't think she reconsiders. (laughs) Like, I don't think... there, there, there's it's often a point of uh, there, uh, uh, now do you believe in the house like they talk about that a few times okay, okay. But. But so, so again I didn't write this the fact that it is like got some glaring errors it's not on me glarers glarers yes and it stars Merritt Patterson and Steve Lund so Merritt Patterson plays Lacey a workaholic interior designer slash architect who is on the verge of landing a huge client. Uh, Her boyfriend and business partner, Roger, knows that they can get this multi-million dollar deal even if it means they work over Christmas. But this year, Lacey needs to set some boundaries as her best friend, Ava, is getting married on Christmas and she is the maid of honor. Lacey arrives in town for the wedding, planning to work remotely when needed. But she's also agreed to decorate Ava's family cottage for the wedding night. <laughs> According to family lore, if you spend the, spend the night at the cottage, you find true love. So it is tradition for members of this family to have a Christmas wedding and spend their first married night at this cottage. Lacey's vision for the cottage is classic minimalist. Surprise! Uh, But Ava is really looking for Christmas Explosion. Another person who has arrived for the wedding, and of course is also the best man, is Ava's brother Ian, played by Steve Lund. And back in the day, maybe like three years ago, Ian and Lacey were in love. But they wanted different things and couldn't put each other first. So... They broke up, leaving both afraid of love in the process. And Ian is going to be Lacey's helper for this wedding, making sure that she does all the things correctly. When Lacey wants to use a fake tree, Ian insists on a real one they cut down themselves, of course. When Lacey wants all white ornaments, Ian insists on colorful, meaningful ones. Ian, a chef, wants to make sure the cottage is stocked with snacks. And all this takes time, and they miss notifications that a storm is coming in. When they're finally done decorating, it's too late, and all the roads back to the hotel are closed, so they are stuck in the cottage for the night. Good thing they got those snacks. Lacey and Ian reminisce about their time together and come to a much better post-breakup place. But as they are about to turn in for the night, the power goes out, forcing them both to sleep in their living room near the fireplace for warmth. 
In the morning, when the power comes back on and the roads are clear, Ian makes breakfast before they can return to the hotel, just as if they were a couple. Lacey is starting to see the benefits of not being a workaholic. She can hang out with her friends. She can make Christmas wreaths. She can get back to her love of designing for a reason she's passionate about. At a dinner with Ian, she comes up with a restaurant idea that would allow him to put down roots in one place, but not get bored of cooking the same thing every day. And she draws him her vision. When Roger arrives for the wedding, he is still looking to work nonstop. Lacey has to pull maid of honor rank to go have hot chocolate with a wedding party or go to the tree lighting she really wants to go to. But when Ian tells her they should start up their relationship again, Lacey has to say no. She's committed to being with Roger. Ian is hurt, so only sees the smiles that Lacey is, Lacey is giving to Roger, not the micro fights she and Roger are having. At the wedding, Ian gives a wedding speech that is essentially to Lacey, and Lacey gives one back right to him. Roger, one smart cookie, picks <laughs> up on the undercurrents and confronts Lacey, causing them to break up. Lacey realizes she wants Ian, but he's already left the party. But Ava's aunt sends Lacey to the cottage to make sure there are presents under the tree. And Ian is there! They realize they want to be together and make each other a priority. So they kiss. And since one, one kiss, kiss means forever, forever, looks like 80 days will be opening soon near Lacey's firm. <laughs> Remind me which one was 80 days. So 80 days. This is a, a, a across the universe from that, that we won't have to talk about later. 80 Days is from A Cinderella Christmas, and it is the restaurant that does this. It just changes weekly what they serve and where it's from. And because it's around, it's supposed to be like around the world in 80 days, but it's spelled A T E. Yes. So, yeah. I know it was one we had talked about, but then I was like, for the life of me, I cannot. Because I, th- I feel like there was another movie that we talked about. Oh, it talked about doing something like this, but then this one was the the fact that this concept comes up this often is shocking to me. Right? (laughs) Just want to. We just want it to be Epcot the whole time. Yeah. Um, I have a lot to say, but also not a lot to say. I'm okay. So first of all, I want to talk about their the house that she is designing. Okay. Um, I hate it, and it's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it's too smart. My note is it's too smart. It would eat me. Yeah. I like I I really hate that it like it knows when it's time for like not work and yeah. it knows when it you know like I was like oh, I don't like that at all. I also really hate that the windows show you whatever you want to see outside like I don't I don't want that, but also it's floor to ceiling windows, which is like, mm-hmm. it, it, I feel like, I would feel like an experiment. You, I, it definitely gave me Black Mirror vibes in that episode with, um, <laughs> uh, Sybil from Downton Abbey, who was also in Harlots. Um, oh, uh, she, she's in that, yeah, uh, okay. Three, she's the, a three-name beautiful woman. And um, Daniel Kaluuya, first time I ever saw him. Um, 
it's a, they they are in rooms like this. Like you get to a certain point in the society and you're in kind of like a, this box of nothing but screens, but it looks like windows. And so with, with this one and the Christmas cottage, they can change the season. They can change what they're looking at. And then I'm thinking if – if the house knows when it's work time, bedtime, and these windows are not real windows, but in fact, possible computer screens, who's to say that you can't be like shut in for ever working 15 hours a day with minimal sleep because you have no concept of what is actually happening outside? Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> What's uh-huh. more Christmassy than that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it. They're like walking around it, and when she starts changing the windows, I'm like, "Oh, this is jail! Like, <laughs> this is this is a this is a jail that is set up to just to make you think you're not in jail, but you can never leave." And <laughs> like, like a hundred percent, I hate it. And then on top of that, I believe they situated it out in like a beautiful like wooded area. So like, just show me what's outside. I couldn't tell if they actually do, if that was the actual outside or fake. Yeah, I, because I, she changed it. You know. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I hate. I it, I was like really uncomfortable. That 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 is AI gone too far by heaps and bounds. Right. Um, I want to uh, just discuss a little bit about how the house ma- the the cottage magic works. Uh, um, I have thoughts. Yeah. So according to this needlepoint that is in the cottage, um, it says that uh, they, they whoever who spend a, a night under the roof will okay. be – you have it written down. I wrote it down. I love you. Okay. Cause, because I have That's flaws in logic. Okay. <laughs> it says whoever spends a Christmas night – Behind this door will have true love forevermore. Now, what is a Christmas night? Is it Christmas Eve and that's it? Is it the 12 days of Christmas? Because I would argue that Ian and Lacey do not spend a Christmas night behind this door. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that it's Hallmark Christmas, where the night extends from October 20th through <laughs> December 22nd. <laughs> well, it's through Christmas. Yeah. But, but like, it, that, I found that really confusing because I was like, they didn't, I don't think they did. Also, I hate this idea where you get married and then you stay the night there. I think that's just a cute family tradition. Well, like. I don't mind it as a tradition, but I, like I, I mind it as like, oh, like get married and then stay. Like I feel like it should be the night before the wedding, or like you know, like you can't do that, Hannah. I know, but they, Lacey and Ian did it. They can set up. I don't know. Oops, the power went out. Oh no! I wasn't That's... even thinking that. I was thinking more like, you know. You get this out of the house, and you get this out of the house, and you spend sure. your the night before your wedding, and the, you know something, you know, hallmark wholesome. Yeah, that that's that's pretty cute, actually. So they're so they're you know they find the true love before legally tying themselves together. 
And the thing is, too, like, it doesn't necessarily say in that needlepoint that it's the person you spend the night with underneath this roof or behind this door. True. It just says that you'll find it. Um, And that's – but the way that the movie's story is sort of being set up and what it's inferring is because Ian and Lacey spent the night together under this roof, now they're – Fall, they're going to fall in love with each other again because blah, 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 blah. But I don't think that that's actually what – because if she had spent the night with Roger, Roger's not her true love, right? Right. I, I think so. But also, on top of that, we learn that, you know, they've known each other forever because, you know, it's, you know, a, a full-on, like, best friend's older brother situation. You know, trope. Yeah. They've spent multiple nights at this cottage as children. (laughs) And that is uh, not brought up, but uh, there is nothing about age in that needlepoint. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) On the back side of this needlepoint are all the addendums. What we mean by this is when when you turn 18, <laughs> that's when the love strikes <laughs> on the third Christmas moon of December. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So I, I think we should d- just touch on the fact that this is a Christmas day or Christmas. I think it's Christmas day wedding. Which is incredibly rude and terrible. I I will give them it's a family tradition. There's something that I understand about that. But this wedding is very strange to me. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of people there, but it seems like it's a destination wedding. But also they own property there and they go there all the time. But I don't yeah, know it's where family it is. Cottage. In relation to anything else, but they all need to be at this like hotel resort place, which might as well be next to um, Andrew Walker's house. Um, <laughs> right. And then Lacey makes a comment at some point of like, is your brother coming? As if a brother like missing his sister's wedding would be like a normal thing as opposed to like a big deal. <laughs> Yeah, I, I – this this whole, like, wedding thing seemed very casual as if it was, like, a, you know, something that just happens, not the fact that it was, like, her friend's wedding. Yeah. Because, well, she also, A – Yeah, go no, ahead. No, go ahead. Go. No, go. Go. No, I was going to say, A, it's weird that maybe your brother wouldn't be coming, whatever. And it's also totally fine that I am ditching you every single moment to go work on things. Like – Having just been a bride, had any member of my bridal party say like, hey, sorry, I'm not going to do the things you have planned with me because I have to go work, I'd be like, oh, I see how it is, and cold-shouldered them the whole trip. <laughs> well, and then also, I, you know, it seems like Lacey didn't pick out, buy, fit any her dress at any point. She sh- showed up and was like, Okay, dress me. <laughs> like, you know, like she she was a maid of honor who I think her only maid of honor duty was decorating the 
cottage, which I think she was only asked to do because she was a decorator. Um, but, but like she, she doesn't even want it. But Ava doesn't want it the way that Lacey would decorate it, right? Which we'll get into in a moment. But okay. like you know, like she didn't. She doesn't seem to have done you know any planning, any assisting of planning, and nothing was run by her. She she has not seen bridal anything. She doesn't. She's never seen the dresses. She doesn't like know who's going to be at the wedding. Sure. You know, like just absolutely nothing. Like it, it feels like she was like told that she was going to have to give a speech also like within hours of having to do it. <laughs> um, yeah. But okay. So should we talk about this Christmas? Like this, this decoration of the cottage? Yeah, let's do it. Because again, I think this does tie into like these people are not communicating at all. Because Ava's never communicated anything about this wedding, really, except, like, the dates. Um, but, like, they, the fact that they've never talked about what Ava wants this cottage to look like is seems wrong. Like, I don't believe it. I feel like it's sort of taken for granted that Ava being Ava and this being her best friend – that she would just kind of assume that Lacey would know how she'd want it decorated. Also, why, like, just the fact that you're hiring your friend to decorate anything for you just feels stupid because the fun of Christmas decorating is that you do it yourself, and especially if you're going to stay there. But also, if she knows Lacey's aesthetic, right? why even say, go ahead and do it and design it? Because Lacey seems to have plans for how like she doesn't she even like bring stuff with her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she brings she, decorations with her, and Ava's like, mm, no, I know how you do. It's like then why ask me to do it? Well, there's that, but also I would argue that I don't feel like Lacey took Ava into account when true. planning this design because there was like a whole thing like when Ian was like, what do you think? Ava would want would she want like Christmas minimalist or Christmas explosion and Lacey's like Christmas explosion it, like you're absolutely right you know it's sort of like how how did this happen in at all because if she is your best friend like you don't ha- you know it's it felt a little bit like you know I don't know you know when you go like shopping with somebody and you're like you know I wouldn't wear that but it's very you Like, and she couldn't do that. I don't know. I, I, absolutely. I hear what you're saying. I, I, like, but on this, like, the same end of it, I also kind of feel like if I'm Ava and, like, so case in point, when our friend made my beautiful, wonderful cake topper, I knew what kind of cake topper our friend makes. If I didn't want a cake topper that looked like that aesthetic, I wouldn't have asked. Right. I would have gone in a different direction. I would have been like, brother dear, I don't care that Lacey is an a interior direct de- decorator. I want you to decorate my thing and I'll have Lacey do the bedroom. I don't know. Right. And and I get that like, you know, we're supposed to infer that like Lacey's life lacks color and blah, blah, blah. And that's why she wants everything all white. And then she needs Ian in her life to bring out the color I, I I get the symbolism that we're right that was like 
sort of there. Um, Lacey's boring and blah and sophisticated. Right. Uh, but, like, I was, like, annoyed at, like, the one thing she put work into. We are like, nope, bad. True. <laughs> Speaking of her work... Um, I would like to just point out that I'm. If this was a drinking game, um, drink every time Roger calls and says, "How are the designs coming?" Because I wrote down that it, it might be his only line until he <laughs> arrives. <laughs> I think he says it like three or four times. Hey, how are the designs coming, oh, honey? <laughs> poor Victor Zink. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. Well, I, like, it also felt like, you know, she's supposed to be, like, the, the two of them are supposed to be partners. They've made this farm together, something like that, right? Yeah. I was like, is, did she not put in the same amount of capital? Because he is acting like he is in charge and he is her boss. Yeah, I was a little confused about that. I kept referring to him as her boss in my notes, but then it was like they're supposed to be an equal team. So I, I don't know if he's just like I, – I, I honestly do not understand the dynamic. No. Um, it's, it's, it's – well, also for them to then be dating, I was like, I really hate this. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, no. This is bad. Bad relationship. Bad. <laughs> And, like, when she's at the end, when she's like, no, I want us to still work together. I just don't think we should date. Like, part of me was like, but why? <laughs> he I know. seems like a terrible person to work with. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just, like, this movie was so funny to me because it was, okay, so it was the coming back home sort of movie, but with the different trope of it, we're coming from the wedding and I have my asshole like uh, like boyfriend who's also mm-hmm. my boss coming in. But then we get the emotional infidelity that like is so common in these things, but the guy is like right there or like, right, you know, and he's like very present. Yeah. Like I, he, I, I cannot say that he isn't. He he's not like emotionally attentive, but he is attentive. He sees it, and she literally like. I mean, I'm all about the fact that she says, you know, we're working too much. I want to go to this tree lighting. Fine, but then he's like, I don't want to. You can go. Great, cool. But when she gets there, she's all like, Hey, Ian. Hi, how's it going? Oh, don't worry. We can share this hot chocolate. And I was like, Share. A hot chocolate? What are you guys married already? That is intimate. <laughs> what? Right. That's how COVID spreads. That's how babies are made. <laughs> Not in COVID. Uh, My but God. Just like, it was just such a strange. Yeah, like I don't, I don't get it. I also, I like, I'm unclear about how long ago because Lacey and Ian are in love. Through, I think, her college. Because the reason they break up is she wants to go take it like an internship or something. Mm. And she's like, what, 27? Mid-20s is what that synopsis said. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I feel like they have been broken up for three or four years. 
But I, what is it with Merritt Patterson needing to go take internships and leaving people behind? <laughs> she does it all the time, doesn't she? It's like her thing. Um, yeah, it's very strange. And then she She's says, "So good at business." And and but she then says a line like, "I've built this life with Roger over months." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I forgot about that line. Yes. Oh my god. Like. Months upon months of building something. Wow. But, like, I got the impression that Ian and Lacey were together since she was, like, 15 years old. Like, they were together for, like, years. Broke up. I don't know. They may have been, like, it would not shock me if they had been broken up for less time than they had been together. You know, I'm going to chalk this up to the fact that I was watching this, uh, a bad version of this on YouTube with Portuguese subtitles. I'm going to just say that I missed a lot. I'm going to say that. No, I didn't miss a lot. It just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Like, uh, and the one, the last thing I want to like bring up as a what the fuck for me is, so she, she draws this Ian's Cafe, which is a terrible name and they should change it. Um... Right. She's an interior designer. That's what we have been told. Yes? That's sure. She does draw the facade of the cafe. <laughs> so I feel like we're meant to believe that they are like overall designer, like architectural designers, because when they're working on this other house, too, they do build a model of the building rather than just mock-ups of the interior. So how I thought that I was supposed to interpret it is that um, because Roger is a man, he is the architect, and because Lacey is a woman, she's the interior designer. But they went to design school together. I don't know. <laughs> None of it makes any sense. Uh, why do we think so hard about these things? I don't know. But, like, I don't know how many restaurants or cafes or whatever are going into non-existent freestanding buildings that need to be built. This is true. <laughs> like, your facade is the facade that you rent. Like, you're working on the inside. And what she's con- talking about also is a restaurant concept, which would be right. more of a culinary thing. And she just sketches it out. And he's like, oh, my God, this is, looks amazing. And I was like, that looks like any fucking building. You can, <laughs> what you do inside that counts. <laughs> right. Right. It's It was just such a strange choice. To- <laughs> You're right. If she had drawn, like, a picture of any interior of, like – a fusion of cultures of the on the inside that would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, just like, or you know, even if she had drawn like tables, then I would have been like, okay, you're an interior yeah. designer, like whatever. No thought has gone into this. That's fine. But like the fact that it's just the outside, where like you know what it looks like, it would have reminded me of a lot. The drawings that we used to have to do in art class where when we were learning about, like, perspective. Right. <laughs> you know, You're absolutely a, right. That That's what I thought it looked perspective. like. Perspective. <laughs> like this with a side of perspective. Sorry, now I'm thinking of Ratatouille. Uh, oh, I have one more quick thing that I need to bring sure. up as a what the fuck. Okay. Unless, do you have any more that you want to... 
I on. have one that's not really that important, but um, I just want to point out that um, at some point they they dance. Because uh, Ian is like, I remember this is your favorite Christmas song. And it is a s- <laughs> slow deck the halls. And I have questions. <laughs> I feel like I wrote that down and I don't <laughs> see it anywhere. But I, too, had that same, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I I love me some Christmas carols, but I... Do not know if I I hear Christmas Carol and go, oh my god, that's my jam, you I know. Mean, okay, I do have a favorite Christmas song. I I absolutely do because it is "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." I mean, but that it's, has it's, a lot of layers as to why. True, but it's hundred percent my favorite. I don't know if you were to be like, choose a different one, like like I don't know if I could even tell you that like. Jingle Bells came in a slow version, and I own like my favorite was the slow version. <laughs> like it's the Jingle fact that it's bell. the slow version of Deck the Halls Jingle that I'm like, bells. what is happening? <laughs> oh my what a strange choice. I agree. It's like, but because that is probably hands down the most annoying Christmas Carol Christmas song. Yeah, I enjoy it, but if, is it's it annoying. your favorite? Yeah, right. And, like, I didn't even mind the slow version, but I was just like, how many times have you encountered this? <laughs> right? It's like a Christmas carol, a favorite Christmas song should either be something really emotionally moving and powerful, like Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas or A Holy Night, or it's I Want a Hippopotamus or Mamacita Donde Esta Santa Claus, where it's right. just fun and kitschy. Right. And, like, you know. Right. Th- those like, are, those there's are no really- in between. <laughs> right. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Should we jump into the laundry list of Hallmark Hallmarks? Let's dive and plunge in. Okay. Um, My first one was dating a coworker because work is life and a safe love. (laughs) Yeah. She works in the big city. Boyfriend has to come late to a trip. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, mom is dead and life is hard. That was my next one, too. <laughs> uh, normal name spelled stupid. Cause yes! Ian, <laughs> Ian is spelled with an E and it drives me nuts. <laughs> I had to double check your synopsis, which, which you wrote first before I watched this movie, to make sure I wasn't just, like, reading the Portuguese <laughs> subtitles wrong. <laughs> Or something, or that they had changed it somehow for nope. the airing of it. Mm-mm. Okay, it made me mad. <laughs> um, uh, she wants to work during uh, her vacation. Not discussing a party with the person throwing a party. <laughs> he is a free spirit world traveler who can somehow bring plants back from foreign countries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they sort of have a snowball fight for like a hot second. Yeah. Um, they have to cut down a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Winter Wonderland is the theme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> yeah, that one. It's been a minute. Um, <laughs> this is a really stupid one. Technically, he saves her from falling, but it's a falling tree. <laughs> so true. the tree's falling on her. 
Um, a storm's a coming. Yeah. They have to decorate the space, the tree, the cottage. Yeah. Sophistication is boring and anti-tradition. Yeah. I had that as big city sophistication versus traditional Christmas explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, but the, before that, while they're decorating, mm. I feel like it's a Hallmark Hallmark for them to say it's perfect before putting up the star. <laughs> so it's, but wait, it's not perfect. More. <laughs> uh, the hand touching is intimate. <laughs> Ooh. Did we say that they're snowed in already? Uh, uh, no, not specifically. Yeah. They're um, snowed in. Yeah. And then we have someone is sketching. <laughs> Yeah. She knows how to tie the tie and he doesn't. We have ditching work to do Christmas activities. Yeah. Oh, he must be the one because now he wants to put down roots. (laughs) A boyfriend shows up at the most inconvenient time. True. And that is happening while grown-ass people are going to see Santa. We do have a tree lighting. We do. The wrong guy doesn't want Christmas stuff. Oh. He doesn't do Christmas. A friend is overly invested in the relationship because Ava is not being a bridezilla. In fact, you'd forget that she is a bride. (laughs) Thank you. I hate that. Yeah. Um, now I find where I put her favorite Christmas song. I see. Mm-hmm. He remembers a strange old thing about her. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, an ugly Claire's like snowflake necklace as a gift. <laughs> I-, I had that next, but I like the way you said it better. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas magic does amazing things. Someone completely changes their personality while on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) The wedding speech is really about their own situation. Yep. Uh, And boomer wisdom right at the end from their aunt. Yeah. That was, I'm out. I'm out too. Awesome. That was a good list. That was a really good list. All right. Pretty parade? I didn't put anything down. Um. So I uh, coat count was relatively low. It was only five. Oh, nice yeah. for a vacation. Yeah. Um, my only pretty parades are anti, and I feel Great. strongly. I'm excited. Okay, so the the first like night, I don't even I wouldn't even call it like the Friday night. It's just like whatever night everybody arrived party. Um, Merritt Patterson is in a like taupe bag dress. And I think you got to work really hard to make Merritt Patterson look that frumpy. Yeah. And I was like, what? How? Okay. So I didn't like that. Um, And then this is a pet peeve of mine. So many. You see it all over the place. You see it in the – actually, you usually don't see it in these movies. They're usually better. Um, It drives me nuts on the streets of New York City. Like, I literally get angry. Um, But – she has bright white ornaments with warm white lights. And it really bothered me. <laughs> cool white or warm white, pick one. Either one's fine. I'm happy with either one. Consistency. 
It's an aesthetic. Mixing them, it just looks wrong and bad, and I don't okay. like it. I, I I didn't know you were so passionate about I, these things. It's it's worse on like the trees on New York City on the sidewalks when it's like warm tree, warm tree, cold tree, and you're like, oh, can't they just all be warm? Like, what is yeah. happening? I hear that for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, but yes, across the universe. So you already mentioned your eighty days thing, um, but I did have one that I thought was interesting. Okay. Um, so, uh, as I mentioned in our previous episode about Victor Zink Jr., um, that we did another um, episode with that he was in with Love on the Sidelines. And in that episode, you mentioned how there's always a little sister named Ava. <laughs> that was mine. That was mine too. Yay! <laughs> you probably have more to elaborate because oh. I don't remember what movie you were talking about in that episode. But I don't. I, I don't. I'd bring it up. I don't either. But yes, like it's a little sister named Ava, and in that movie, Victor Zinkin actually ends up with Ava. Yes. Um. But yeah, it's like with the with the brother's best friend kind of same situation idea. Yeah. So very cute. Um, new and noteworthy? My new and noteworthy was that their working relationship stays intact after the breakup, I think. Oh. Yeah. Even though it probably shouldn't, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, you you probably have, you have a point with that. Um, uh, my new and noteworthy is I feel like other movies, if they were going to build a model house, they would have made it out of gingerbread. Mm. But they actually made this out of professional materials. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they did. Though, I did find it funny because the only thing, when I think of like a model house like that, I just think of uh, Life is a House, that Kevin Klein movie where they fire him because he makes in like real models instead of using the computer. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen that house because that was back in a... Uh, prequel days when Hayden Christensen was cute, mm-hmm. um, and that was that's, that's, all that's I the hottest that Hayden movie. Christensen movie by far. And Jenna Malone, mm-hmm. I like that movie. It's it's somewhat dark, but I like that movie. Um, all right, uh, did you have a supporting shout out? No, I did not. Me either. Kiss meter. Kiss meter. Um. Okay, so like I said, my the version I watched was kind of blurry. Um, so what I could see, the kiss looked pretty nice. Um, so based on the the blurry shapes that I saw pressing themselves against each other, I gave it a seven. Okay, um, I I was there with you. I I gave it a seven point two five. Nice. Um, because I thought the contact was just relatively average, but the setting really bumped it up because it was like Christmassy and deserved and private, which like <sighs> we don't get enough private. We don't get enough private. Um, also, like for two people who basically did public decorations, for the kiss to be private is like yay. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very true. Yeah. So, Hannah. So, Katie. Would you watch this movie? So, I, I don't hate this movie by any means. I It's it's fine. It's very, very traditionally Hallmark. I feel like this is 
like it hits all the beats. I don't love it. It's not I don't find it special. I kind of find it kind of slow. Yeah. Um and I don't like it's a little hard for me to tell is this like I've just watched so many of these that I like now find like I need them to be doing really zany things or is this just like almost like a bygone era of Hallmark movies even though it was only 2017. I think a little bit of all of it. Um I also said this is like literally out of my notes. This one is pretty standard, fairly cute, but a bit boring. And I don't necessarily know if we need hijinks. Like you and I often talk about how like hijinks is not necessary. Like we don't need it to be like wacky or quirky or whatever. But it's just that like nothing happens in this movie where it's it's they're going from scene to scene where she has to go to work He's like, I'm a chef, blah, 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 blah. And then they kind of fall in love and then they're just like doing things with falling in love things. But she's not emotionally accessible and she's be I don't know. It's just. Yeah. Well, I also I feel like we had a lot of scenes that were essentially rehashing what we knew. That is the better way of putting what I just was rambling. Yes. It, you know, like, we just were talking about the same thing over and over again until we got the final payoff, which didn't even feel all that good because the decision for her not to be with Roger anymore was too easy for her. Right. You know, because she's been fucking thinking about this other guy this whole time, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was just sort of like, oh, okay. You know, like I – I like really where I come down in it is like if you had asked me this question in 2017, 2018, I would have been like, yeah, this movie's. I, I remember really liking this movie, and I w- I understand why some people like really love this movie, and I do wonder how much of it is like I remember loving this movie, so I love this movie. Sure. Yeah, I I just. I feel like I will never really love the movies where she's falling in love with someone while with somebody else. Yeah. You know, like I just, I because I never feel at ease with the love story because it's always taboo. Like I am all about taboo in the books that I read in the different kind of romance. I will go all sorts of questionable actions, <laughs> but in my Hallmark movies, I want it to be a clean romance and when because it's not, it's just yeah, you know, it's upsetting, and you only got ninety minutes, and for me to feel uncomfortable for eighty five of it, no yeah, I don't right, I I don't need that to be a a thing. I agree, but so you know, I I feel like if this is your jam, good for you, love that for you. <laughs> I, I can't see myself watching this movie again. No. If I want people to be stuck in a cottage together, I'm going to watch Christmas Getaway. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, we're just going back. <laughs> like, we go back to the same, like, movies over and over again. And, like, if I'm going to watch people have emotional affairs, I'm going to watch a very merry mix-up. Yeah. Because that one, the the universe threw them together, you know? Well, and also she didn't want to be with her boyfriend, and we all knew it from the beginning. True. <laughs> This is true. So, uh, so anyway, thanks everybody for going on this Christmas journey with us. Um, can you believe it's essentially over? Um, it's which is fine. It's not. A, you know, we'll be back, but we're gonna you know take our 
go back to her every other week thing and yeah. uh, breathe a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, right? Yes. Uh, and then um, so we'll be back in a couple weeks and we're going to. I guess get into winter. We haven't really discussed what we're gonna do next. It'll so. be a surprise for everyone involved. For everybody involved. Um and so uh make sure that you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, threads. One kiss means forever, where the one and the four are numerals. We will live tweet as many of the Hallmark premieres as we can going forward. No promises. We have no idea what life is anymore. And if you have an example of a bright white Christmas ornament with warm white lights that you would like to send us a photo of, you can email us at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com. And that's all spelled out like you see on our logo. And thanks as always to Flint Pastures for our intro outro music. His stuff's on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And Merry Christmas, Katie. Hannah, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. You know what? <laughs> I We've been doing this for a little while now, and I just really love sharing Christmas with you. Me too. I love that this is like our Christmas tradition, and I get to have so much Christmas in my little Jewish life. <laughs> <laughs> I really love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, so. Merry Christmas to you all out there too. Yes. I hope you do something fun, whether it is Christmas-related or not. So, happy happy winter. Happy winter. Happy safe winter. Happy New Year. Yeah. We'll, we'll be back after the New Year. So, happy New Year. Happy New Year. May 2024 be anything great. <laughs> Let's do that. Really, like... If we if we can raise it from dumpster fire level, I'd be really thrilled. Yeah. I'm really worried about 2024. Anyway, we'll get there. We're going to we're going to just pep this right up. Yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas everybody. Merry Christmas. Love you, Hannah. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We're fine. We're fine.